And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey everybody, welcome to the real episode 74. Not like that fake 74 last time. Uh, the Gentleman Overlords Podcast, I better... Bye, bye. Uh, and I'm Robert. <laughs> and uh, now that we're truly in episode 74 like we've always been meant to be, uh, how are you guys doing? Doing great, man. Doing real All good. Right. It's a beautiful day and we're, we're in here. <laughs> yeah, we're talking we're, about flicks. Yeah, the sun is shining and here we are inside a room talking about movies. Andrew, can we do the podcast outside next time? <laughs> yeah, I'll set up a mobile mic and uh, we will get this thing. Who's mobile mic? It doesn't the, even, why did I say that? It doesn't even sound like a name. <laughs> yeah. It's a sequel to Magic Mike. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, they were pretty mobile Magic Mike, too. So, so I've heard. Yeah, so I've seen. Um, so I don't know how much more mobile they can get, but hey. Just wait till you see it. Just wait till you see Mobile Mike. Anyways. Besides Mobile Mike, what movies have you guys seen? I ain't seen shit. What yeah. in the world? That's no movies? So lame. We have a movie podcast, you know. Yeah. What? Do your homework. Damn it. Um, guys, I'm off the podcast. Bye, guys. Well, I didn't watch. I didn't watch all of it, but I was rewatching it. Stephen King's it, but not the Tim Curry it. The Skarsgård it. <laughs> who's who's the one who plays Pennywise? Is it Bill yeah. Skarsgård? It might be. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because the the trailer i don't know if if either of you two would have ever even seen or sought out the trailer for the new the new one i saw out. it i saw it i like that the you just kind of like an extended kind of a scene it was very creepy it was yeah that was and very, it's a very creepy scene in the book and it was very yeah yeah but did you see the it trailer no. scene is very creepy mm. i did not watch um it. and then it literally cuts to so there's this creepy scene in it and then after that scene, there is like almost exactly like Avengers Endgame music, like dun 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 dun, and they're like, "We need to go back and take care of Pennywise." Like, and it's very like cool. it's epic in a way that I wasn't expecting it to be. Like, it did feel like you could have just put like images of like Iron Man flying with them, yeah, <laughs> to go take take them out. Um, they're saying they need to go back. You mean like in in time? the book they well yeah yeah in the yeah well they just need to build like a time machine, something that'll take them to the quantum realm so mm-hmm. they can go back and this was written like a long time ago um no in the book like every 26 years i think it is there's like these events in the place they live and it's it's always kind of disguised like oh there's this big accident and there's this big punctuation of violence and that always portends like the disappearance of children and people and it's because that's when pennywise comes out to feed so in the book and in the new movie this is them as adults out of dairy Maine and, and on, off their own lives and they get called by the one person who stays to be like hey like it's happening again like we have a chance to, to maybe stop it if we try he causes car accidents i guess i haven't it's seen not it. he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't movies. but like there is always some cataclysmic thing like when one of the kids in the in the first movie goes through the history books and there's there's these events that like oh this everyone was at this easter carnival at this um at this like mill and it exploded and a bunch of kids died or or you know 26 years before that there was like an avalanche nearby and like these all these loggers died it could be like a dozen here or a hundred there or whatever but there's always these like ominous things and then what's what actually happens too at the same time he kind of comes he's sort of a 
Would it surprise you to know that there's like a giant turtle involved and gods and stuff? Stephen King is weird, man. <laughs> That's pretty cool. If I knew there was a turtle, I might be. Well, more let's not get ahead about. We people are debating whether that will even make an appearance in the second movie. I hope it does, but that's a bigger kind of like Stephen King universe thing. All all said, I was happy to rewatch uh, the first one again. I still maintain that like Pennywise and like there's a lot of good like creepy stuff, but then it almost always ends with like him running in fast motion at the screen, and it's kind of like ah, like you didn't need to do that. Like he's mm-hmm. creepy, like. He's creepy coming out of the water. And then as soon as he, as he's like chugging like a choo-choo through it to get to the kid, it's kind of like, I don't know. It just loses that, that oomph. And I think a lot of people's criticism is like, why is he, why, why doesn't he kill these kids? Like he, they're just right there. But he's also like an arrogant, weird being that like their fear makes them taste better. So of course he's going to like, and also he's gotten away with killing endless amounts of people yeah. since his creation he's never actually been like stood up to so that's the the or stood up the first on a date <laughs> the first movie is i'm assuming you by the uh, no i haven't seen yes thing. i'm the thing <laughs> you haven't seen that either <laughs> um it's it is sort of like the first time that like these losers these kids on the fringe of like all their friends and stuff do kind of like work together to try and like stop this force it's i i, I like it and plus it kind of moves the timeline from like, I think it's in the fifties in the books. So there's very much like this kind of vibe of it to like the eighties. So like one of the kids, like new kids on the block and he doesn't want his friends to know. And there's these like kind of like little updates that I think make it a little more contemporary and, and then pushes the adult one, the new movie to our time, which will be easy for people to digest. No pun intended there. Pennywise. Mm. Yeah. I hope Um, you're not listening too closely. Pennywise. And I also saw uh, Bumblebee. How was that? I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you see it? Nope. I want oh. to. Looks good. Yeah, you should yeah, you should check it out. I um I am not a big fan of the Transformers movies and I think they've had diminishing returns. Are you returns. sure? Cuz I feel like uh maybe some of us went to the theater to go see the we first did. Transformers movie based that is on like the a recommendation compared to well not to Bumblebee but like compared to some of their of those sequels yeah. I would say. Yeah. Um I think they just kind of get worse and worse. But Bumblebee is nice. It's um it's really cool. In the movie Bumblebee's yellow and the bad guys are red and blue. And then there's no confusion. You can just figure out what's happening. <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> they are. Uh, I don't know if it's because like there's like probably. I mean, there's always a toy tie-in, but like I saw like some ad for the movie that was like, uh, yeah, our Decepticons dual transform, and there is a part where they like one's a jet, one's a helicopter. They fly down towards the ground. They turn into cars and then immediately turn into robots. And I was like, huh? Do they need the car? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's so that they can also drive. So they're like, they're both machines and able to train. I don't know. Yeah. It's not, I mean, it's cool. Um, and like I said, I, I was joking, you know, just they're the primary colors, but it makes it so much easier when you're like, who, who, which is this one? Wait, this guy's got a beard, bullet beard. And who's this? Is this guy a bad guy or a good guy? Cause it's just kind of yeah. weird. And I always thought that was really stupid about the, these the are like year. toys. In fact, I mean, some of the parts they showed in the trailers and aren't, isn't in the movie very much, but they show Cybertron. They show all of the like eighties looking Mack truck. Yeah. Uh, Optimus, it's very cool. I liked the the actress from it was good. Haley Steinfeld, yeah, Haley Haley Steinfeld. I thought um, like Jerry's like, younger, younger yeah. daughter. I don't know. I just thought I was like it was better than it was much better than I expected, especially for a property that I like really took another role that I was like, you know what? Please, I've heard this is good, so let's let's hope. But I enjoyed it. I think you might. I think you might like it. Cool. Yeah, Max. Oh, uh, let's see. I I watched uh, See You Tomorrow on Netflix, which is a Spike Lee joint. Um, oh yeah time traveling yeah kids. i wanted to see that they oh invented. i just saw an ad for this i didn't know that yeah. was spike lee oh wow yeah how is it it was uh it was it was pretty good is that a movie or that was a tv show 
It's a movie. It's a yeah. Like fuck. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Never mind. One off movie. It's um, I don't know. It's inspired by those old fun uh, time travel movies. Yeah. It has Michael uh, and Michael it is directed Fox cameo. Oh. I don't know if he directed or this might be like presents produced it. I think yeah. I think he presented this thing and I. I from what I understand, it's based off of a short that was made in like um, there. There was like a contest set up or something like that. They made a short that to was steal 20, ideas. 20 minutes for, exactly. No, then they expanded that idea into a full movie. And yeah, that's happened before. I mean, that's how Neil Blomkamp, I think, became yeah. even director. Just little shorts online to begin yeah. with. So. Yeah, I think that's true. You hear that, vloggers? You too can become a movie legend. <laughs> hey, and you too, if you want to be movie legends too. Get out back into the studio and make yeah. another documentary film. Yeah. <laughs> or another song for another movie, like Gangs of New York. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. How are they, like, effect, like, what, like, what was it like? What was it like? Um, it was a... What they, movie is it most like? <laughs> what kind of time travel laws does it's, it apply? Uh, definitely Back to the Future. I think uh, they do mostly. There's, like, disappearing photographs and stuff like that. Things Falls that in love with his mom. And, yeah, that kind of stuff. Um... It's pretty good. I, I think that there are certain things that don't make a ton of sense in it, like certain motivations and certain uh, the way things go certain ways. But uh, I do like the characters and I do like the way uh, they present it. It's a fun movie. Cool. But I think it's mainly for kids. But yeah, good stuff. Cool. Enjoy kids. Enjoy it. Yeah, have a good one. <laughs> uh, I also saw Sorry to Bother You. Oh, cool. Which, which I thought was a really fun movie. Um, r- really weirder than i was expecting i guess i didn't uh yeah i didn't know a whole lot going into it that's good um but yeah so you, you guys have both seen it i haven't seen it yet i've I, seen okay. it and yes i well, would like to i'm yeah. sure that that's kind of that's pervasive of it just at this point it's just like there's it gets weird at some point for yeah sure, but. for sure uh it starts out weird and it like it does continues to go it's pretty weird back and forth between weird because it's also very serious and it covers mm-hmm. a lot of really good topics and uh yeah, it's an enjoyable movie on a, a bunch of different uh, fronts and levels and all that yeah. jazz. Cool. Uh, I also watched Only Lovers Left Alive. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that one? Mm-mm. It is a vampire movie with uh, Tom Hiddleston. What? That's and where he went with the Cosmic Cube. He's a vampire exactly. now. And, He's Mobius. And, and Tilda Swinton. Ooh. Wait, so what? The yeah, Ancient One herself. Yeah, they're two vampires. And I think... The same character, Tilda Swinton, is playing the same vampire character in What We Do in the Shadows, the new uh, she's TV show. In, she's TV in show the show? Coming. Yeah, I just saw this. I just saw a YouTube video. It's like celebrity um, what? celebrity vampires. I haven't watched the show the yet. I have them video. all DVR'd, but I haven't watched oh, okay. it. okay. Well, I just yeah. saw one small clip, and she was in it, and she has wow. the same hairstyle that huh. she has in the show. I was like... Wow, Whoa, this is kind of weird. I bet, I bet she has the same name. I bet it's sure. the same character. Interesting. Yeah, because that was I, and I, I love what we do in the shadows, the movie, and I think the trailer fe- featured a lot of the bits from the movie, and it's kind of like, oh, weird. Why don't they? Why did they just like adapt kind of like the movie almost beat for beat? But then it sounds like there's more going on, and there's mm-hmm. you know the different actors bring something, and they kind of there's more there's more to it than just the plot of the film too. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm excited to check that out. Um, but, that's a oh, weird coincidence that the two of them, the two Marvel. Yeah, uh, exactly. But um, I th- and there might have uh, no, I don't think he was like in, was Hulk uh, in it. Hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe, maybe, well, Professor uh, Broom from the first Hellboy is also in it, but that's not part of the Marvel universe. Sure. But um, the it's not really the um, same feel as what we do in the shadows at all. It's more of like a, I don't know. They're kind of like uh, they seem like drugged out 
uh, vampires. Are they like are they like love? They're like vampire lovers. Are they yeah, like a they're, duo? That they're move vampire around lovers, and... uh, but they're across the world at the beginning of the um, movie, mm. um, and then they end up meeting up and and going on. Did you say they're more uh, but... political vampires? Oh, they're. Uh, we know, had a friend who used to sing a song called "Political Vampires." Yeah. You never. I don't think you would have met him, Robert. Oh, okay, this you, a, you this looked at you knowingly at first. This is like, a joke for me and Max and none of the audience. Wow, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, Danny's maybe listening. Very popular uh, Seattle musician now. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess he is. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> maybe we don't say who it is just so they don't <laughs> associate him with this. But yeah, Macklemore. Oh yeah. wait. <laughs> well, oh, <laughs> just, oh, uh, hmm. Uh, now I think I know Eddie Vedder. Yeah. Um, anyway, only left only lovers left alive. I thought it was a really fun movie. It's kind of or not fun because uh, <laughs> it's slow and uh, it it uh, takes its time, but um, it's interesting. And they're it's just kind of like uh, Tom Hiddleston makes a lot of music, and he's kind of like going through a funk. He's a little depressed, and and like uh, Tilda Swinton comes over to kind of cheer him up. And it's it's just like the the two of them and how they get along and hmm. how they uh, do their thing as vampires because. Huh. Well, it's a tough life being a vampire. I guess so. Interesting. Yeah, I recommend it. Just just for the uh, the cast, I guess, yeah. alone, if nothing else. Cool. Um, I forgot that I saw a movie. I saw <laughs> Stephen King's The Dark Tower. Oh. Why? What? Why? <laughs> I watch it. I watch it. We were like stuck on a plane or something? Like, no, the- I, it's on Showtime. Uh Keep that curtain closed, my dude. <laughs> it, <laughs> Showtime. Uh, I'm kind of curious about it. What did you think? I'm... It is so unbelievably boring for mm. like such a. I mean, like the I I have not read the books, so yeah. I don't. It's know impossible the... to adapt all of those books into co- a cohesive movie. But it's I also had... maybe a sequel to the books because there's it there is, and that's sort of not exactly as spoiler to the books but yeah. like there's sort of like multiverses and stuff too like the same characters could potentially occupy a different live out a whole different story yeah. and that would be canon so. um the way that we you know we talked about venom where like venom felt like a movie like it's the most 1998 kind of like a movie yeah yeah <laughs> it was like the most like n- late 90s superhero movie to be made oh yes that's, um, that's apt the dark tower to me feels like a movie that would have been made in the 90s Sci-fi got the rights and was like, yeah, yes. it's just like, it's okay. Let's stick two stars to this and mm-hmm. let's put no passion whatsoever into the project. It is just such a boring movie. Like even there's even the world they're in, like, which has so much potential to be, it's so grayed out and just like, there's nothing interesting for them to be like, to even look mm-hmm. at while you're watching these scenes where these two big actors look like they're just collecting a paycheck. Yeah. It is. I, I was, I mean, I'm, I was, like hearing how bad it was, I was like, sort of like the like weirdly like oh I kind of want to see sure if like mm-hmm. it's just like people who are so too close to the source the ba- material because I'm definitely yeah. have read and I had so a lot going I was into curious it. like what like is it just that oh you know like we like the book so much and and therefore like the movie's never gonna live up to it mm-hmm. or is it just a bad movie? It turns out it's just a bad movie. Yep. yep. Um, it is just painfully boring and it's only like ninety five minutes so like. <laughs> Yeah, when I don't a movie know how that you can... short feels that long, it's yeah. not a good sign. So, yeah, pretty bad. Um, everybody in it is turning in just like uh, just blah performance. Mm-hmm. Boo. Um, yeah. Hey, they do, they do see the ruins of a, of a carnival at one point, and it has Pennywise the Dancing Clown written on one of the... It's things. like, you know, like, because uh, in the, I guess I'm gleaming w- like what little knowledge I have from the books that like, 
the Dark Tower kind of serves as a, a like nexus. nexus for all the Stephen King mm. books, and like it felt like there's an opportunity to like have fun with that. Wow, Andrew, you're right, <laughs> and it, they just it just didn't it didn't do anything. So I just was like I was floored as somebody who doesn't even care that much about Stephen King properties. I was still you like could have had Cujo attack them. You could have had all these things, and like that's not or just allusions to these that, things because there's not yeah there's things like that where like there's a part where they're stuck on a train for one portion of the of the series of the books. Yeah. And they stop in Kansas in America during The Stand, which is the book Stephen King wrote about this super virus that wipes out the world and then like the few groups that are left. And it's just like a newspaper that says super flu, blah, blah, blah. That's kind of just comes and goes. They walk through that land. That's where they were for a point and then they go somewhere else. But I like those little things. They're not super overt. As the books go on and Stephen King has written more books in that time and ends up putting himself in the books uh-huh. that's controversial but it is an interesting idea that there was this like his imagination is this nexus is this point and then there's like these little flashes of things like that yeah they don't really use it at all and that could have made it at least a little more interesting yeah when you're you're looking out for uh maybe jack torrance comes crashing through the door with an axe or something mm-hmm. i don't know something anyways boring boring TV shows we've seen. <laughs> we've seen. Um, the only ones I have watched are The Bachelor and The Hundred. So that's. Oh, and I, did, I did watch the first episode of Russian Doll. Oh, how did you like that? I liked it quite a bit. I was just watching it before I went to bed the other night, so I didn't continue it. And... I still haven't seen it, but that's supposed to be a pretty good one, and I don't. Yeah. Jamie really liked that. Yeah, I liked it. I think I watched half of it and stopped. Because mm-hmm. it felt like very New York comedian talking to vi- another New York comedian. Yeah. And just like... I could see that. Doing oh, their, it's their the water. Bit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it, it it was a little much. And I think hmm. like there were other things to do that Do night. you remember... So I didn't... like I was going to give it another shot and never got around yeah. to it. Do you guys remember the movie The Comedian with Robert De Niro? I didn't see it, but I remember that yeah. to me, like that's kind of what that movie felt like. Where like if you didn't grow up in, the, in New York going to the cellar, like that sort mm-hmm. of humor of the movie where you're just like now that's a comic well i've been to the cellar and i so i can speak to it i'm a new yorker i saw kevin hart read jokes off his phone and was very uh like not <laughs> confident uh-huh. like it was it was fun yeah <laughs> and i saw a comedian get a drink thrown in his face cool yeah. it was also kevin hart <laughs> yeah and it was him throwing the drink in his own face um <laughs> yeah so the hundred still very good still leaving their planet they left the planet oh baby <gasps> They're on New Planet. What? Yeah. And the planet Moon has two? many dangers. Oh. Um, yeah, Moon 2. The planet from Planet E, what do they call it? Frank or something? I don't know. Bob? Um, anyways, <laughs> The 100 is good. The Bachelorette this year is surprisingly much better than I was anticipating. Yeah, because the tease was like, you said the last, the end of the last season of whatever was like the tease for the new one and it didn't sound oh, good the, at all. Oh, yeah, the, like, the you know, she meets the bachelors yes, was yeah. like the most awkward 10 minutes of TV I've ever seen. Damn. This season has been pretty good. Wow. It's been pretty interesting so far. So anyways, see where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't watched it already, uh, cam went home this week. So that's great. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, cam sucks. Screw cam. Well, gosh, should we like talk a little bit about game of Thrones since it ended? Did you watch the end? Yeah, I did. Andrew, you haven't really watched game of Thrones. Have you? Goodbye everybody. <laughs> Are you going to? I mean, it's been no. talked to death at this point. No, I don't care. I, I mean, I know what happens at the end. Yeah. I mean, out of with no context, dude. They get it married. It still sucks. They, they have a dog. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I, 
I think I'm also like hearing so <laughs> it is so funny to hear people be like, people love defending the show they hate now. <laughs> because I do maintain that like it is sort of like it reminds me of Lost a little bit that it's much more like this the the journey was much more satisfying than the conclusion. And I think certainly the last season was not up to par with some of the previous seasons. Although I would say for me, the actual end final episode finale was slightly less disappointing than like the the last season overall, at least for me. I was like, uh, this is like a little bit better. It's also kind of like there's a cop out in that like it kind of leaves open a, a couple characters that make it. And then you're kind of like, so is this a spinoff? Is this kind of like a... I think they are planning a spinoff. Yeah. That was also something that was someone put out there about there was like the big climactic battle at one point, Andrew. They've been setting up for a battle all the seven for all these seasons. And it kind of it kind of sputters out, kind of takes place over an episode. And people are are wondering if they talk in the very first episode of Game of Thrones that like, oh, when the long night happened, this these guys came down and they attacked everybody and they were riding these spiders. Blah, blah. Now, that was a crazy battle. I'll bet that all the backstory and all this other weird stuff is going to be this prequel series that they're going to do at some point. Mm. And that's, I, I feel like feels like a mistake that feel it does. And it feels insidious enough that they're like, Oh, did you need more of that? Well, you'll have to watch the long night series coming out from, you know, in whatever, I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Also, it's a weird position now to have George R. R. Martin able to like, well, as soon as he, chooses oh, to. Oh, you didn't like how they did the end of the show? Usually well, with the books, we're gonna... That's what I mean. I feel like he's in a unique position to be like, yeah, they kind of did the broad strokes, but I'm gonna do a better job, or change it completely, or, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know. What did you What did you think? What did you feel about the last... I overall, th- last I, season? I thought it was fun. That was fun? <laughs> I, I thought, yeah, there are, there are like, nitpicky things that you can uh, gripe about. It sure. Didn't, it didn't have the best characterization of certain characters. Um, but... I mean, it was a it was pretty impressive the undertaking. I'm just always uh, impressed with what Game of Thrones has done sure. on a TV budget, and um, like the fact that they had an hour and a half long episode that was a huge battle with a ton of people involved, ton of moving parts. The That's fact true. that they pulled it off um, was pretty impressive. I wish and, we could have seen it better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was shot so dark. It's it's too bad. But, yeah, but still, I I like what they I, did. Uh, I'm not gonna get too gripey on like there's a lot of that online they they didn't do what i wanted them to do there's a petition to have them rewrite the final season and redo it that kind of like you're never gonna get what you want although the point i then made when i when someone said that i was like well jesus they did just decide to redo sonic yeah (laughs) but that one one makes sense though so remake season eight with sonic is what we want we all wanted to sonic is the game of throne Instead of a Starbucks cup that she left on the, it's like a Sonic chili dog. Yeah. And he zips by and takes it. Perfect brand marketing. I um, think they well, did, no, I'm glad though. They did a better job with it than Lost, I would say, for sure. The funny thing to, this felt like there was a lot of opinions about what was going to happen and in almost a subverting way was like, oh, you're thinking this prophecy means this and this is going to happen. And they kind of were like, nope, sometimes people, these people die and other times this character completely goes and does the thing you don't want them to do. And yeah, yeah that's what happened. People are shitty or weird or, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, Maybe that's not satisfying from a viewer level in some to some degree, but it's sort of like real in that world that like sometimes they people are just like that. But um, I think it did lack a lot of the intricacies that probably would have been there if George. R. They also R. added R. fast Martin. travel, which is kind of annoying. It's like because yeah. the last two seasons, truly, people are like zipping around, and like it's all about how long it takes them to get. They spend seasons getting places usually, right. so I don't know. It it also feels like the kind of thing where you're like. 
you had the call to make eight, you know, hour and a half long episodes. You could have stretched this out. You could have made this, you know, hour 40. You could have made this, you know, less if it needed to be a tighter story on this episode. So I'm always wondering kind of behind the scenes, you know, kind of what, kind of what they were going for. I did for. hear that the writers have like, they're making the next Star Wars movie. So that's kind of why they maybe didn't take as much care with the last season was they had that would be wow when the star wars better be better than the original trilogy um no i don't care that much um yeah i think they're doing another one but not a numbered i don't know if it's just like a not a one-off trilogy or you know what i mean like not i have heard i mean the the rumor i heard online and who, who the fuck knows how sure. uh, real this is is a knights of the old republic oh my trilogy. gosh well that would be pretty cool yeah so they're just doing like game of thrones in space in... exactly yeah <laughs> yeah um, who knows? I mean, like, like they were, it seems like when they had the books and all that stuff to pull from, maybe they were, they were really knocking it out of the park more than when they got to the end. They were like, Ugh, we just know like this person's supposed to be standing here at this time and, uh, hurry, like we're all right. I, and I'm, maybe I'm, John Locke will be the smoke monster. Yeah. I'm simplifying it. Well, I was going to say the other funny thing to me about that versus loss is that this felt like there were a lot of theories and book stuff to pull from, but ultimately I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like I, I'm so far from the books. I don't know now. Lost, it felt like people in season one were like, I think this is what's going on. And then people were like, no. And it turned out to be exactly yeah. that. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, but I'm glad that you enjoyed it more because I think some people did also enjoy it. And it wasn't a soul crushing finale for me mm-hmm. where I'll never, you know, I think I will, I will fondly look back on those episodes and rewatch some of that stuff. But I feel like it, it did sputter for me a little bit. So mm-hmm. that's, that's disappointing. But what are you going to do? Couldn't have made everyone happy. Exactly. Um, other than that, I think I was just, I've just been watching Chernobyl. The last episode comes out next Monday. It's only five episodes long, I think. Cool. Depressing as hell. I won't want to spoil it since it's not finished yet, but uh, the third episode is kind of like a lot of like people in the hospital and what happens when you get radiation poisoning, Ooh. which is basically your cells break down and like your Yeesh. body just becomes like, you just become like a writhing mess and like beg to die. So that's a, grim one mm. uh, especially since they're like the wo- this woman visits her husband and she's like don't touch him like no matter don't don't touch him no matter what and then she of course walks in she sees him standing there and she's like he's like hey how you doing and then they hug and just kind of this scene where you hear kind of this white noise and it's revolving around him and you're like oh no something bad's gonna happen and like sure enough like that's all it takes to get irradiated yourself and something bad to happen to you yeah. so and then no one will be happy to hear that the fourth episode is like the people that have to the army men that get conscripted to go in and make sure villages are emptied out and uh, any animals and pets left over are taken care of. So there's a lot of that in the episode. Killing Yikes. irradiated animals. Yikes. Yeah. I, not, it's not graphic. It's just kind of like, it's all like it, the implication. I know. I know. It's still like, I, it's awful. I, I, more than anything, I really want to watch the John Wick movies, but because <laughs> the impetus of John Wick is his dog gets killed, I haven't watched them. That's also not graphic either. And then I think there is no, well, I don't think there's any like dog violence. I think, in fact, the new in the new one, there's dogs kicking ass. So yeah. it's kind of like cathartic, probably by that point. Guess who um, just got back today? And like a bunch of dogs <laughs> behind him in leather jackets. Um, Does it have the Baja Man in it at any point? Oh what? my god! <laughs> who let the John Wick out? <laughs> so Max, you saw some TV, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, you did watch that. What do you yeah. think? We I were talking was, about that for the pod. Yeah, I thought it was really impressive. Yeah, I watched it because of your recommendation, and I thought it was, uh, oh my goodness. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> Somebody watched something because I re- recommended it? Oh my God, my words have He's power. So proud. <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought it, like the, the 
I mean, just the technical Marvel was pretty There's a incredible. couple that are like bordering on, there's the one, um, oh God, I'm not going to remember the name of it now, but oh, it, God. it's the one where he, this ship gets pulled into a station and it's like his mm-hmm. like lover from back in the day. Yeah. And they put her, his friend back in cryo and like, I don't no one cares about spoilers. I won't say anything, but like it's maybe not all as as it seems. But that was very realistic looking. Yeah, it did seem like they were kind of edgy, kind of like a little trying too hard edgy on a some of them. Yeah, and like, also it felt like they were like you can do you can do butts if you you can have butts and boobs if you want. And they were like okay, so like it feels like almost ninety mm-hmm. percent of them have like some nudity, which is kind of like someone else though pointed out to me like maybe that's a good way of saying like animation is not like Japan knows that animation isn't just for kids and other countries know, but like America's always kind of had initially was like cartoons are for kids so i was glad yeah. there was something animated especially in different styles that was like more mature i feel like we're a, a little bit over it at this point like we know that no, it's so, not just for kids we'll see more like, popular now but i think of, some people are still kind of stuck up about it maybe it's possible i i think it was just in yeah in some ways it just felt like it was tossed in like it didn't need to be there although i did enjoy seeing all the dicks out there because i feel yeah. like there were a lot of dicks in this one yeah. and i feel like those get uh overlooked pretty often when you go for nudity uh, genitals like they don't they don't like to do that very Digital often. dicks yeah uh, what was one of your favorites do you have a I like Zima I, blue a lot oh yeah that one was pretty cool um, I think my favorite might have been the one that uh, and I don't know the name of it uh, it looked similar to uh, spider-man into the spider-verse uh, it's like a person who oh wakes up and sees a, a murder happen across then, the street yep. yeah that's a good one away. Yeah. i don't remember the name of that one either but that's a really good one and you're like, right it does kind of have that effect where it looks like kind of comic book kind of there's kind of like a layer falling off the side of every image it's kind yeah. of interesting and it has some like sketched lines over it mm-hmm. a really cool look to that one um and then some of the other ones were just really impressive and just i like the one like the, the secret war the russians in the snow like fighting those things at the near the end I'm like I'm <laughs> they're all like in fur hats and they're like more oh, realistic yeah. kind of looks yeah. like a, like yeah, a diablo that, cut scene or yeah. something that and one, then there's uh it's it's like realistically rendered but the uh the sculpt like the the models of the characters aren't all that they're very yeah. stylized yes yeah. yeah yeah um but yeah there's a lot to a lot to love in that series i like that a lot i like the farmers all defending their in their mechs mm-hmm. that was pretty fun mm-hmm. yeah there's lots of good stuff yeah, in that i Glad recommend you watching it, it and it's cool to just like see because they're short stories and they just like skip right to the next one mm-hmm. uh it's not much of a commitment you can pick it up and, yeah and, that was another thing i enjoyed i think i i think i binged them all but i i think you could just like jump in or you know just look at a couple based on the still or whatever yeah yeah and then uh other than that i also watched um more handmaid's tale and mm-hmm. still a good one i think uh in season two there are a couple couple bigger decisions which are which don't really make sense like why would why would this character choose to do that why would this character allow this oh, that kind of stuff but other than that it's it's really cool and it's it's kind of amazing the way it's shot and how especially because they have uh, a lot of symbolism in terms of like the the way that or themes i guess in the the visuals the way that uh certain characters are all dressed in red and certain characters mm-hmm. are dressed in green and a lot of the shots end up looking very picturesque because of it and they're shot really well uh the cinematography is is pretty great uh yeah and then i started a show called bruno about a, a guy in new york who walks a dog oh not the or he owns a dog and he go, takes it for walks and gets in trouble and stuff like that not the sacha baron cohen character no no okay. not worry. <laughs> Just had a cute dog picture as the icon. It's on Netflix. Uh, hey, I, I sold. Get a, a chuckle every once in a while, so <laughs> maybe check it out. Yeah. 
but not a high recommendation. Cool. Yeah, dude. Anything else? That's it. All right. the theme song to detective pikachu pokemon oh, detective pokemon pikachu. colon detective pikachu uh pokemon detective pikachu starring ryan reynolds justin smith Catherine yes. newton ken watanabe bill nighy and some other people <laughs> uh detective pikachu is about a boy whose father is killed by a mewtwo or so we think <laughs> uh and he goes to solve the mystery of what happened to his father and unveils many mysteries, including about who's this mysterious Pikachu he meets. God, my Pokemon nerdiness is going to come out so hard in this episode. Number one, there's only one Mewtwo. <laughs> there's only one. one Mewtwo, but I do like getting killed getting killed by a Mewtwo. <laughs> hey, you know, they establish that there is a... There right, the is, first thing you see in the movie is Mewtwo. <laughs> there could be multiple Mewtwo's. You never know. Whoa. Um. Yeah, you're you're right. I, I also thought that was the Sex in the City music when he started playing it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a custom track I made this morning. Wow. Um. What did you guys think of Pokemon Detective Pikachu? Boy, I had a lot of baggage coming into this because I love me some Pokemon, uh-huh. and wasn't sure how this one was going to turn out, especially since it was like kind of realistic looking Pokemon and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed it. And I thought it was very fun and yeah, just had like a big smile on my face the whole time. I thought it was, a, it was weird to do the first big live action Pokemon movie as not like a straight ahead trainer fighting gyms and stuff. It was like a weird noir, a Pokemon noir. noir and a one Pokemon that can talk that isn't Meowth and, and, and like your dad <clears throat> might be, is dead. And it's kind of like, it was just kind of like, this is an interesting way to go, but I think it worked. Like I, I would, I would like to see more stories in the, in that world so hmm. yeah what did you think yeah i thought it was good I, I enjoyed it um you know this is uh based off of a specific video game the detective pikachu yes that, but okay. i have not played that i don't know like what the plot yeah it's, I think it's that, the same as this i think hmm. it was a, Some, a, a pokemon van here it's a japanese exclusive <laughs> so you have to import it if you'd like to play it oh you can you uh, hand me that with that uh, andrew because i'm japanese is that it well, huh? No, I thought you had. I thought you no, had. <laughs> no. I guess just because I'm Japanese, I can wow. import anything from Japan. Is that what you're wow, saying? Are you Robert. a kid? Can you, <laughs> Robert? My God, damn, dude. <laughs> damn, everyone damn. take their breath off of that one. Damn. I did not think it was gonna go there. And we're talking we about Pokemon, did. man. They had to talk about. We had to talk about. Japan we had at some to point. come up at yeah. some point. Yeah, we had to talk about how how uh, Andrew from Japan. Was Japanese and therefore has a. Ends a, like a, company, yeah, a Pokemon hookup. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you guys get cards when you went to the theater? No. I fucking forgot, but I, it's because I was having like this I crazy... I got carded, but yeah. I didn't get any. <laughs> You're not um, old enough for yeah, Pokemon. Are you 13? <laughs> uh, no, we... I meant to grab a pack, but we had like... They like moved us from one theater to another after people had bought tickets, so we pe- people were double booked in seats. Like I went over this guy and his daughter were like, no, we're here. Like this is our seat. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I went out and checked and then came back and like our tickets were the same. Weird. So we ended up getting better seats anyway because that theater didn't fill up, but I've just never had that happen. Huh. All things. The point is I didn't get my cards, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't you got, you offered got to sit cards. in somebody's lap. Really? No. What did you, out of curiosity, did you go to Oak Tree or Thornton? Or? Uh, Thornton. Hmm. 
I guess like we also didn't buy the tickets. We went with a friend who who bought the tickets ahead oh, of time. So they grabbed. Dude, it. they took all what? your. They probably <laughs> got holographics too. Oh, Jesus Christ! I got a text to write. Hold on a second. Yes. Um. So you Dear saw him with friends. I didn't former get the former friend. You um, piece of. Yeah, I and I really liked in the movie. We, we can just kind of like to sort of talk about it generally. But oh, I, is anybody gonna ask me what I thought of the movie? Fucking. Mm-hmm. I'm just still talking about what I like. But what did you think? Oh, me. <laughs> um, I actually, I like the movie. Mm-hmm. I think it leans a little too heavily on the mystery noir elements of the movie for it to, I think, be a fully functioning, fun Pokemon movie. Hmm. Um, I was watching it with, so we went with some friends and their friend's brother kids. And the whole time I was thinking, like, How- are the kids are out of curiosity like. the kids are probably four and seven something mm, like that okay. um and i was thinking the whole time like are they having fun watching this because like there's not a lot of pokemon interaction interacting with other pokemon mm-hmm. it's a the movie takes place in a city where against humans against and what all other yeah. people in the world of pokemon do they don't use pokeballs they have pokemon partners that walk with them and the pokemon kind of have jobs or help you out but they do not battle mm-hmm. there are no battles allowed in the city and yeah they're just kind of like that's a big thing from pokemon to be missing so that is interesting well, even like that. if they's not battling it's just like there's not a ton of pokemon like you know to be to be frank my biggest criticism of the movie is that there's too much ryan reynolds i think hmm. like what was missing from it was sort of that like, I don't know if you're going to see a Pokemon movie. I feel like this movie was made for our generation, the like sort of older Pokemon fans who grew mm-hmm. up with it, sure, but kind of want like a good movie to go with your nostalgia. Yeah. And I, it was missing. I think just some of the like charm of Pokemon because it was so much like humans interacting with other humans or, Justice Smith interacting with his Pikachu who's voiced by Ryan Reynolds and I I like the the concept of like you like not that every person can fully understand what their Pokemon is saying when they're talking to them but it'd be like if like you know when uh if you saw Star Wars for a second from like C3PO's point of view and he was hearing R2 and R2 all of a sudden had like a dude's voice it just doesn't like it loses some of the charm of the R2 character and i feel like it kind of hmm. like some of the charm of pikachu is lost when it's like hey guys it's me ryan reynolds interesting and, uh, <laughs> i mean there is a reason for it it turns out because yeah. i wasn't yeah but no, i i understand I, I just i for me like it lost some of the charm of just pm got pokemon. Pure, about pure pokemon yeah and like, like there was there is a scene in the movie and we'll um get to the plot of it but there's a scene where they are interrogating a mr mime Mm-hmm. And that to me was like a really fun scene because it was like a Pokemon interacting with a Pokemon sure. and like sort of working around the rules of that Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And that scene, as it turns out, was an aberration in the movie because for the most part, it's like humans going around to different buildings with Pokemon around. Mm-hmm. And it just to me, I, I kind of missed the like, I like the movie. I don't want to sell short the, the movie, but I feel like that element of it was missing. Hmm. To tell you the truth, I'm glad they didn't go with the battling, though, because I've, well, I, I can't say I've always thought that was weird. When I was a kid, I was really into the show, but um, but now thinking back on it and like playing some of the games for work, uh, they it's just so weird that they run around. They're like, hey, you know, be my friend, yeah. come hang out with me, and but now I'm going go to capture bur- you, burn this motherfucker yeah. over here, 
and we're gonna like make sure it's nearly dead until it's fainted, and then we're gonna just kidnap it from where it is, you know. But even fainting, if you if you burn someone, you heard it here, folks. Max doesn't want you to rescue animals. (laughs) I don't want you to rescue them by destroying them yeah. first and, and then shoving them inside of a bag. You have to weaken them to... <laughs> you have to make them weak so they can't run from you, Max. It's how so, you adopt anything. It's always seemed weird. And so, like, having that in the movie, if it was just like, all right, I'm going to have my friend kick the shit out of your Well, friend. did you like that then that, that Rhyme City was like, you just had Pokemon partners that worked with you and you weren't, like, subjecting them necessarily to... Yeah, I think that's a, <laughs> I think that's a cool way to go about it. Um, but like Andrew said, it's pretty much just kind of in the background there... They're going to serve uh, you drinks and then walk right away. You know, they're going to say their name one time and then leave. I, I like that they didn't all just say their name. I like that Bulbasaur just kind of like purred a little bit. I like, didn't. I that oh. was. I actually like, I really disagree with you on that. I Whoa. felt like it was kind of a missed thing to have Bulbasaur just sort of go, you know, like, like I, no, like not saying their names. Like hmm. that's, I, I, to me, like that's sort of like a intrinsically Pokemon. Yeah. I didn't look this up, but in the game, uh, every Pokemon has a, a sound to yeah, it when, you, when you toss fi- them out. That's fine, but I feel like they... I'm, won- I'm wondering if they went with those sounds, though, for that that part. Like having them hmm. just make that kind of sound uh, to match the game rather than have them say their name, which would match the cartoon more closely. I don't know. Um, I don't know. To me, like that's that, that feels like you are super serving a specific audience rather than like... Like, they can make the noise and say their name. I just feel yeah. like you are, like, if you do that, like, it'd be, excuse me, um, you know, like, oh, we wanted to go closer to the source material, so we, you know, went away from this thing that most people like, so instead, yeah. like, we're not going to give you this thing that people like, because we're really sticking close to the, I just think, like, that, it feels like it's a little alienating your fan base. I, just I'll a little bet bit. when they decided to make the Pokemon the kind of realistic that they are, which I thought worked too. I thought it really made them look like they, they were great. standing in with the world. And some of them look gross. Like those apom in the starting are creepy yeah. just because they have that hand on their tail anyway. But then when they go like feral, um, that's another thing that like, that I actually always thought about in Pokemon more than the Pokemon battles. I'm like, okay, they shot a flamethrower, but you've got potions. They get revived, whatever. It's more like when a Pokemon would like Ash would get a flamethrower from Char- and Charizard. It's kind of like, Okay, so like yeah. what does happen when a Pokemon gets pissed at you? It happens in the beginning of this movie. He tries to capture a Cubone and he throws like a stick that makes like the earth explode. And it's like, could you just like die out in the wild because right. some Pokemon just looked at you the wrong way? Like, and it, it is what it is. I I have to imagine the decision to have some Pokemon sort of say their name and then other ones make more sounds and, and stuff was probably like with the realism. They were like, well, Pikachu, like it cuts to Pikachu when they the other people can't hear him and it's just Pika Pika. Mm-hmm. And then, but then they do the Bulbasaur and it is just kind of like peeps and purrs and he doesn't say his name and a, a couple other Pokemon are like that. Psyduck does say his name, but also does cause does sounds too. I really love Psyduck. I think Psyduck might be, might be the star for me. <laughs> Number one on the call sheet, Psyduck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I just loved him and he's a great gen one Pokemon and they yeah. utilized him well. And yeah. Do we know Psyduck's fun. a boy? Hmm. Oh, hmm. that's an assumption. Yeah. I did love when Psyduck was trying to make Pikachu rub his feet, r- yeah, rub their that feet. Yeah, was, that was very funny. He had to listen to Zen music to keep his headaches down. Um, I was going to ask if they had an evolution in this. They did have uh, uh, magic. They weren't magic allowed Carpe- to do certain. Yeah. Oh, if they had an evolution. Also, Eevee became a Flareon on Bill Nighy's oh, desk, that's right, which that's is a right. sentence I never thought I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> did you dream of it for a long time? Speaking, of, speaking of Bill Nighy, he was giving interviews and like loves Pokemon now. <laughs> And was like that rules. Yeah, it does rule. And he was like, they were like, "What's your favorite Pokemon?" He's like, "Mew, what an elegant, 
origin Pokemon <laughs> created all of the other beings. What a glamorous Pokemon. Like, it was just like, it didn't even feel like the studio fed line. It was more like, oh no, I'm into this Pokemon yeah. now. Um, I, I like a lot of the... Um the stuff that they like in his office, he has the Arceus and stuff kind of the throwaway, just like in the back, the other Pokemon gods they don't talk about yet. Yeah, basically exactly that they'll, they'll probably elaborate on or whatever, or it can just be in the back and sure. you never see it. And so I liked how they introduced a lot of those. I'm kind of wondering the kids that you went with, did they seem to enjoy it more than you did? Uh, when you grilled them afterwards. Yeah. When I, yeah, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck did you like about them? Give me a review um, now. We're recording. They, I think they liked it. In the way that like kids will like anything, you know, like in the way that they just got out of a movie, so right? Like, in the way that if you'd asked me when I was, uh, you know, that age when Street Fighter movie came out, like, <laughs> you know, like I probably was like, yeah, I got to see Guile on screen, yeah. and, you know, like it, it didn't like, I wasn't thinking about it with like the critical, critical eye, eye. <laughs> and then the, you did a bison uh, spinning Jamie, headbutt afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> um, that I, I would have now. So I think like it, they had the enthusiasm of like, yeah, we just saw a Pokemon movie. It's pretty fun. But I, I think like I, I, if I could be honest, I could read a little bit of trepidation from them when they said it was it was good. It, it wasn't changing their life. They weren't going to go home. Wow. Yeah. They were just kind of yeah. like, yeah, it's good. And I, I think <laughs> like, I don't know if it had more of that Pokemon charm to mm. it. I, I wonder if it would be more more of a like, that was so fun or, you know, whatever. Or An- Another thing that I think kind of takes away from that Pokemon charm is the uh, the angsty kid again. Like the idea of just like this guy is kind of bummed out. He's got to figure out his, his life. Yeah. got to do that. They're trying to take it through all that. If you look at Ash, he's just like an eternal optimist, always like sure. just looking to be a better guy. Yeah, I, it's the tone stuff. of the movie. It's, it's hmm. a, because I, it's I a noir. For, I thought he did a good job. I thought Justice Smith did a oh, good yeah. job, though. And I think it was like... Yeah, it was like the choice to make that character kind of like start at that level, but also like it made the relationship with him and the Pikachu because like he's a person who lives in the Pokemon world who doesn't want a Pokemon partner or used to like Pokemon and doesn't want anything to do with them now. So I kind of like him being a little bit of like a fish out of water and being forced to kind of like meet up with these characters and kind of kind of deal with them. Yeah, as kind of like a, an emotional uh, arc, I think it it did work. I think mm-hmm. they did a good job with that. But is that what you want from a Pokemon movie is kind of the question. Have, have you guys seen, did you guys see the original Pokemon movie with yeah. you two? Mm-hmm. Did you like, do you remember if you liked it? I liked it when I saw it. I haven't yeah. seen it in a while, but. I'm just like wondering if there's like, because I've, I've definitely seen a cu- couple other after that. At this point, they've, I think they released 20, the 21st one, I think. Wow. Like the animated movies, I think, came out this year, I think. Um, and it almost always ties into like introducing a new legendary or like, sure. I think almost every couple legendary or sometimes a couple in one movie, get a movie kind of a thing. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a lot per generation, but the first one felt pretty like, like a movie. And I really enjoyed seeing that. And I had fondly, in fact, I don't remember if I mentioned this on the other pod or not, but I saw it at Oak tree cinemas here in Seattle and almost 20 years to the day I had seen Pokemon, the first movie in that theater. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I mean, just the fact that I'm sitting here 20 years later and like Pokemon is still popular. It is Mm -hmm. still, it's not, it's not just nostalgia. There are current popular Pokemon franchises and I'm seeing this movie. I, I I don't know. I, I'm coming down more positive just in the sense of like, I I do, I do want to say, I think I'm coming down a little hard on it just because it didn't quite match my expectations. That's okay. And I, I do think it's a fun, I think it's a fun, good movie. It's so a weird I, place to start for like, this yeah. is the first, because like at we groan every time we hear that they're making another live action of something that right. we've seen. 
So to, I thought it was pretty successful and I think like it is a weird place to start, but the rumor was, I think I listened to an episode of, um, uh, blank check with, uh, Griffin Newman uh-huh. and they had the writers on and they talked about how all the stuff behind the scenes, like how careful the company was too. Like they were like, Oh, you can have side up, but you can't show a gold duck. Oh, you can do this. Pokemon doesn't do this. Uh-huh. Like, oh, you just pitched that? Squirtles don't do that. And it's like, oh, okay. I'm serious. And they were like, what don't squirtles do? And they were like, strategize. I was like, what? Why wouldn't they? They're Pokemon. There was a squad of them one time. Right. I think they strategize. Yeah. Just um, put some sunglasses on. Unbelievable. But so, the re- fact that like this didn't seem to be like, yeah, just it's detective. Just make a Pokemon. Like there was yeah, a lot of just Pokemon. put into. And my, Mr. Mime can talk. Who cares? Just make him talk, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they were like would come to them with stuff and they were like i guess they even said like you know certain pokemon you're not going to have in this movie even if it's you see psyduck why couldn't you show the gold duck his evolution or something even just in the background or something i think there were just certain rules about what they wanted to space out and what how many of each generation i think obviously the first i think 150 are probably pretty big because you're getting the people who haven't played anything or done anything since then coming in they're going to be a little lost if they have every all these new ones mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. piles of garbage and stuff like that um one one thing about the Squirtle is uh, of of all the things getting brought to the real world, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, I air quotes uh, for the listeners. Uh, the I mean, like they made it more realistic and everything. Sure, I thought it was disgusting when Uh-oh. Squirtle did its squirt. It like the water coming out of its mouth when it was realistic. Yeah, it's fine in the cartoon when it's just a you know a, a, a line, a couple lines that are yeah. in a blue. What about lick a tongue? Yeah, one. that one's he's gross. And also, but I think that felt much more intentional. This was just Squirtle doing a move, and I was like, "Ooh, what yeah, the you were supposed to think Squirtle was gross yeah, or like, like oh, a tongue." You're sure. like, Ugh. "Yeah, it's not a move anymore. It's projectile vomit." It's there's disgusting. the there's the fan favorite Greninja, which there's like a couple of in this movie. They're like mm-hmm. the frogs that are jumping around uh-huh. and throwing like the ice bombs. Which I at that point I wasn't playing that generation, but their scarf is like their tongue wrapped around mm-hmm. their head, which is just kind of weird looking. But I liked overall the look a lot of these Pokemon. In fact, there was like, I had seen for a couple more than a few years ago, like on DeviantArt, there's a person who was basically doing like realistic Pokemon and kind of taking like, he would take like a praying mantis and then like kind of draw a scyther with that design in mind and kind of be mm-hmm. like, Oh, if he was like a real creature walking around our world, this is what it would look like. Same thing with like the legendaries, like Lugia would be actually kind of like a whale or there all these different things. And they ended up hiring him to like consult and work oh, on the wow. movie, which is like mm-hmm. such a cool kind of arc for him. Um, and I think it really shows like there's definitely there's definitely like splitting the difference between also being kind of cartoony and being their own creatures. Like it is weird to see Pokemon with like that kind of texture. They're yeah. usually so flat. Um, but I but I overall like liked it. And like I said before, I think it really I think especially with like the colors of the movie and like the neons of the city and stuff like that. I think it really helped make them all kind of blend in together. I think short of an animated movie where everyone's the same plane. I thought it really worked, even though the design on some of them was kind of gross and mm-hmm. some of them were, um, you mentioned Mr. Mime too. His like, he, even his body kind of had a, the dodgeball, had a dodgeball look that to was it. Yeah. So cool. I, and that's I his, that, that's yeah. not a suit he's wearing. That's his flesh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a great addition. Very weird yeah. when they try to, uh, uh, covered him gasoline and burn him alive. That was, I, I was laughing so hard at that. I was like, la- and again, like sitting next to kids, I was like, are they understanding what's happening here? Like, He's just dumping. So you turn to them and you're like, so like in mob movies, what happens yeah, is like yeah. they put, they cover a guy in and the, also they light him on fire <laughs> in the mime world and <laughs> by accident. Yeah. But yeah. Um, don't worry. He probably had like a, an invisible, the uh, fire extinguisher, fire extinguisher or something yeah. like that. Yeah. 
he had a, a revive or whatever he could go to mm, 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 yes. one of the poker centers. Um, I thought the the part with the tortugas, the big turtle guys, or oh oh Tortera, yeah. Tortera, Tortera. I thought that whole part was pretty boring. Yeah, I did too. That was probably just like confusing because I was just like, are they as big as Earth? Like, what? <laughs> how big? Like, the mountains are moving. Like, it was insane. It's like it was written by Stephen King or something. <laughs> they were huh? tur- turtle gods. Huh? Huh? Oh, wow. This, we aren't really are tying it back in. Good. That's a good callback, Max. Hey, no problem. Hey, <laughs> great callback. It's weird that you're the one who brought it up and <laughs> yeah. didn't remember. Also, but, are they tied into the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, the Isle of Tortuga? <laughs> Well, that was not as good. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Tying it back into when I fucked up the name of that Pokemon two <laughs> seconds ago. Pretty good. Pretty I didn't good. remember right away. Um, that was like a weird part. And that was like in the, I think they showed like briefly like the the land moving in the trailer. And I was like, is this like going to be like Inception? Is Psyduck making them see this? What's right. happening? Like, Oh, that would have been cool. Um, Yeah. And uh, I also think that like the way they showed people with their partner Pokemon, like Ken Watanabe and Snubble was great. Yeah. Like, I liked, mm-hmm. and he was kind of like, does he not like me? And he's like, no, he likes everyone. And then even Stumble looks like he's like pissed at him too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I don't know if we should get into kind of the spoilers at the end of the movie or not. Cause they do like an interesting thing that at first I was like, well, they haven't done this in Pokemon before. Why are they doing this? And then I was like, well, actually I think they established in the very first game that this can happen. Um, which is, has to do with Mewtwo and Bill Nye. Uh-huh. We just kind of, I, we sure. haven't really talked about the plot, but yeah, just go this way. But, um, Bill Nye, is, uh, is basically been trying to find a way since he got a degenerative disease to transfer his consciousness into a Pokemon. And they've chosen Mewtwo as the Pokemon to do that because he's so powerful. And after he successfully does this, he uses Mewtwo's power to combine people into their Pokemon. Yeah. Which if you guys played their like original red and blue game, I was like, I was, we were leaving the theater. And I was like, that was kind of, I didn't mind it because it's, and it's brief in the movie, but I was like, Oh, it's kind of weird. And then I was like, Nope. When you meet the guy who gives you the system to hold your Pokemon, like the, the the storage system, he is an Eevee in the game when you meet him. And he's like, hey, can you help me? I got in these the, the fly transporters and I accidentally got fused. And then you unfuse him. And I was like, okay, so it wasn't Mewtwo, but it is established in like the very first game they, that like that something has happened like this. Yeah. So I was like, okay, whatever. Um, and they don't really do a lot with that either. <clears throat> no, they... It's not like everyone's talking or... Um, Again, like another... I feel like another missed opportunity to have like people like... When Catherine Newton gets fused with her Psyduck, she didn't like say have a line or yeah, anything. It just was like um, it's so just, less Ryan Reynolds, but more of everyone else talking as Pokemon. No, like <laughs> uh, what I mean is like if everybody is a Pokemon, then like why isn't Psyduck then, talking to a Squirtle like Psyduck, Psyduck, Squirtle, yeah. Squirtle? Like why is there not more of mm-hmm. that sort of thing? And instead, it just you go to this fight scene between Mewtwo and Pikachu. Which and I thought was pretty cool. It was pretty cool, but like I still think it just it's just was for me just missing that sort of like. Hmm. The, the magic of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, dude. Um, but I overall I, I I liked it and I hope I hope maybe this will lead to maybe a more straight ahead Pokemon movie. Maybe. I, I would yeah. like I I again I I don't mean to come down so hard on it because I do like the movie and I do hope Did for you, like, more get, like whooped in a gym or like a Pokemon gym or something and you just cannot get over it or something. I was never able to beat the first gym in the first oh, Pokemon game. You picked Charmander, so didn't you? You fucked up. I <laughs> fucked I, up. I, every time, I can't not pick Charmander. Um, I I just, yeah, I want there to be, I, like, I liked it, and I, I hope more movies exist in this sort of, like, you know, I think live action. A, an adaptation of a video game done right yeah. for me, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's also a weird game to adapt. And yeah. it's like, that was the other rumor I thought was like, 
they wanted to do a, a live action Pokemon movie and the writers were like, okay, well, can we do it? And they were like, well, no, but you can't do like this, like do, you can do like this weird storyline or this one. And then finally they were like, well, we have like a uh, detective Pikachu and they were like, okay. And they were kind of like, it felt sort of was like, they were like, well, really? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe it was like, there was some bluffing on their part and because they pulled it off, it'll, it'll lead to bigger things. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I but yeah, I, I would recommend it. I think <laughs> Boy. I would recommend it and I just hope that, yeah, people give it a shot, especially if, especially if you have any nostalgia for the series. Cause I think that even if like what you're saying is true for some folks that it isn't, it doesn't feel like the game in, in a lot of senses, like, you know, some of those very familiar elements, like the names and the, the Pokeballs and the battles and stuff isn't in there as much, but I don't know. They thought it was like a, a very interesting take on it. It probably might be, it's probably one of the best, it's a low bar, but probably one of the best video game adaptations for me, at least can't really think of maybe Super Mario Brothers. It's closer to the max <laughs> final thoughts. Uh, yeah, I think it was the best video game adaption. Um, and I had fun with it. I think there were points that, you know, what it's, I'm not gonna, I guess we just did. I was gonna say, I'm, I'm not gonna tear apart. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna spend movie, 30 but, minutes talking about <laughs> it, but yeah, no, it was fun. I think overall, even though we talked some trash about it, overall, it's a, it's a fun watch. Yeah. It's, it's an enjoyable movie. Yeah, I, and there are a lot of cute parts to it, and like you'll, you'll get some of what you wanted going in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like for me, it just wasn't what I was expecting. And so I think mm -hmm. my expectations maybe just need to be tempered. And, mm -hmm. but I think like the trailers don't quite give you the idea that it's going to be this noir type movie. So whatever. Anyways, they only, yeah, they only <laughs> tell um, you in the title. <laughs> um, yeah. Detective Pichu, Pokemon noir, yeah, a dark, weird, yeah. real Pokemon. It movie. happened one night in <laughs> Poke town. Um, yeah, I, I had fun with it too. I again, I my expectations probably should have been tempered a little bit, just but I I liked it and I thought everybody was good in it. Justice Smith, I thought was a good main mm -hmm. actor. Mm -hmm. um, it was fun to see Catherine Newton doing something fun instead of Big Little Eyes, who when she's sort of a <laughs> angsty daughter in that, but mm -hmm. she's pretty fun in this movie. And yeah, I mean, I like it, so I I think people should go see it. Sweet. All right. Right on. That'll do it. See you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.